Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio earlier today. You can feel the excitement in my voice as we have maybe one more left to do this week. None of these happening next week and then things change. The podcast will be different. You'll barely notice, but I'll be all excited. The location might be changing. Details of that on the way. I mean, it'll be no surprise when you find out. I might be going slightly shed-based to do some broadcasting. This is exciting for me and for the shed, but not for you, I suppose. But anyway, um, hopefully we'll still be churning out things like this when we get fully set up. When I get that lawnmower out there, that'll help. Uh, And then we'll start doing some radio stuff from the shed. Um, Get subscribed, ready for that particular um, new boundary of broadcasting to be burst through. But meanwhile, here's what we did on the radio earlier today. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. We are trying, trying to do a show where we don't mention the Sue Gray report because it's big news and some people are saying oh, there's a war on elsewhere but um, might not be saying that same thing when we do the story about Keir Starmer and Curry but we'll see, we'll see how things go it is difficult to try and avoid the Sue Gray report like I went in to get a drink, hot drink read through the newspapers before being served, I thought I'll have a tea today she said Earl Grey, I said oh, close, too close don't get me started Pasadena's and riding on a train a good time for me to mention My newspaper column in the Romford Recorder will be about the Elizabeth line. It seems only fitting. Because I wrote a column when those new trains were first introduced, because they started to run out the new fleet before the official opening of the Elizabeth line. And I wrote a column about that back when I was here last time. That's how long it's taken. They brought the trains in. I must have written that column in, what, 2017 or something like that? And just a few, most of our life later, they finally brought in the actual train line. Details in full in my newspaper column in the Romford Recorder. Um, Thank you for getting in touch with tweets and whatnot. So there's a couple of things which I think overlap quite nicely here. A story by Martin tweeted to me at Mr. Stephen Allen. And Martin says, should your pet be paying rent? And the reason he asked that question is because in the big issue, they talk about the housing market. And the quote is, we spoke to people about the ludicrous demands they've faced to secure homes, extra rent for pets. I I don't think, if I'm guessing this right, I'm not sure that the pets are the ones paying the rent. Okay, that'll be this much a month from you, this much a month from you, and an extra 50 quid from him. But he's a dog, how's he going to afford that? Some of them are working dogs. I suggest he gets out there and, you know. No, I, I, although, whilst it might not be that much of a normal uh, suggestion, I think maybe we should be getting these animals to pay their way. Because, as you know, I've got two cats and neither of them lift a finger. They don't have fingers, but they sit around all day, they do nothing. And then, in the news today, this story has just pushed me over the edge. Pets could give you monkeypox. Fear that animals spread illness. A picture of a cat and it says, pets could spread monkeypox to owners. Kurt Zuma's reading this story with a smile on his face. It's annoying, isn't it? Um... Apparently it could help the disease remain in Britain for years, according to experts. Could could my cats give me monkeypox? And do you know what, now I think about it, one of them is a lot larger than the other one. And she does have a oddly round face, and her ears do seem to be quite low. And she's got thumbs. She's got a prehensile tail and, and spends a lot of time hanging around with an organ grinder. Do you know what, the more I think about it, yeah, I might need to look into this more. As we mentioned earlier on about the fact that pets could be spreading the monkeypox. So don't have monkeys as pets. I mean, that whole bubble situation was it was never going to go well, was it? But this is just another reason not to emulate whatever happened there. 
at that ranch. Uh, plus, we'll take your calls 01708 741075. Hello. Afternoon, Steve. It's Kevin Hornchurch. Hello there. How are you doing? Hi. Not bad. Um, I'm a bit concerned about this latest infectious disease. Mm-hmm. As, as I've been invited to a party at a venue in um, London's Regent's Park. Mm-hmm. And, and to assist in the shifting of a piano up a staircase with the promise of as much tea as I can drink. You want to be careful with that, don't you? <laughs> they make a monkey out of me. We're doing quite well so far at not talking about the Sue Gray report that came out with some damning pieces of uh, conclusions. 30 people at one party, apparently no social distancing, with some people sitting on each other's laps. You would have thought that number 10 Downing Street would have had enough chairs. Do you know what I mean? If ever there's a place that probably would be able to spend the money on it. All that money on wallpaper, no chairs. Makes absolutely no sense. But we're doing well at not talking about the Sue Sue Gray report and how some of it paints Downing Street as looking like the last days of Pompeii. Not exactly the final day, wasn't that warm, but you know. Instead, we seem to be talking about monkeys, and there's another monkey-related story in the papers today. Chimpanzees apparently gossip. Yep. Chimpanzees speak in their own language, and it's more complex than previously thought, according to some new research. The apes can even string their own versions of words and sentences together using 390 unique vocal sequences. I know people with fewer than that. I know people who get everything into just one noise, so it's amazing. Boffins analysed vocal recordings from around 5,000 chimps, and they've worked out that they gossip. And I'm presuming most of that gossip is along the lines of You never guess who's gonna got the pox The show where we're trying not to talk about the Sue Gray report I was listening to the uh, statement in Parliament Boris Johnson was saying Look, I, I, I work in a big place There are many rooms here And most of the rooms didn't have parties in them Most days So... It was a bit like, remember that thing in The Day Today where Steve Coogan played that character who was in charge of a um, swimming pool. Was it a swimming pool? And he was going through like, in 1999, there were no deaths. In 1998, there were no deaths. In 1997, there were no deaths. In 1995, there was one death. You know, it has that vibe to it. Most of the rooms did not have parties in, so therefore, good? I don't know. He also referred to, because they then got talking about going and having curries up north. And Boris Johnson referred to Sir Keir Starmer as Sabir Korma. I mean, that's a lot of work going into that pun. I was more upset that Keir Starmer didn't retort and call him Wine Minister Boris Cakeson or Wine Sinister Boris John's Fun. Or wines. We could go on for a while, but we're not talking about that today, and that's the key fact. We've got enough on our plate with all this monkeypox going around. Oh one seven oh eight seven four one oh seven five to the phones. Hello. Hello, it's Davis Darren, Dixie Landscape. Hello there. Hello, mate. How you doing? Yeah, not bad. How's tricks? Con- yeah, good. Thanks. Congratulations on baby. I ain't had a chance to catch up with you since yeah. you've uh, been back on air. So been a little while. Yeah, he's uh, he's huge now. He's nearly as tall as his mum. <laughs> I was going to say that you know I'm surprised that the monkeys have got this um, this illness, like this disease, because they're pretty clever, really. I'm, I had a mate who had two monkeys um, as pets, mm-hmm. and, he, and once I went round to his house, and they was having a bath, and one of them started going, <laughs> and the other one said, "We'll put some more cold in." <laughs> 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 We're trying to not talk about the Sue Gray thing because 
Oh dear. But also, this is in the papers today. Tourists will soon be able to stay in a space hotel. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Without leaving Earth, eh? As Grande Centre Point in Thailand opens this year. The hang on. Let me read that again. Tourists will soon be able to stay in a space hotel without leaving Earth. Isn't that the one thing that a space hotel has to be in space? Otherwise, I think what you've got there is a hotel. It's this. Let me read that story again as it should be. Tourists will be able to stay in a hotel in Thailand. How could it be a space hotel if you're not up in space? Is it going to be zero G? You can't. You can't have a zero gravity if you're on Earth. So, is it going to be cold with no atmosphere? Because I've been to an Ibis, and well, I'll look into it. There's a headline in one of the... I get emails about news as well, because I like to do the research. And the headline from the Daily Star email says, Temps soar. And I honestly thought they meant people who work part-time. Because, and they're talking about the temperatures increasing, but I, I thought it was people who don't have a permanent contract are upset about stuff. So I guess we are talking about the Sue Gray report after all. Yeah. We're all shocked. There's so many things that are shocking. We're not talking about it today, but... The fact that they had a party so big they ran out of chairs. So if you if you were a tent worker there, you would be annoyed, wouldn't you? Having to stand up. That's why all those pictures of Boris Johnson toasting everyone. They're all, uh, if I could have you standing. Yeah, of course you want to standing. Not bought enough chairs, have you? Anyway, we're not talking about that today. No. Where do you fancy going on holiday this year? I know I sound like your hairdresser, but a Bermuda Triangle cruise is offering a full refund if the ship vanishes. I mean, yeah. I, probably the least least you could do. Uh, holidaymakers will pay up to £1,450 for cabins on this trip from New York to Bermuda, the Norwegian Prima Luxury Liner. So I suppose they don't expect that it's going to go missing. They wouldn't send one of their good liners, would they? So it's prob- probably safe. And um, boasts the only three-level racetrack at sea. No one's going to sea to see a race, are they? We do the- but anyway, that's a separate issue. The point is, you can go on a trip to the Bermuda Triangle. You'll get a twilight Bermuda Triangle cruise on a glass-bottom boat. Organisers promise a full refund if the giant ship disappears. Um, I mean, why would you do that on a holiday? Why take the risk? Where would you, you fancy going this year? Well, either I want to disappear in the Bermuda Triangle or get beaten up by Bigfoot. Something, you know, you only live once and for increasingly short times if you do stupid holidays like this. I know I shouldn't... I shouldn't say too much about it because... One of our advertisers is the cruise liner that sends you to the Bermuda Triangle, so I shouldn't say I shouldn't say bad things. I should probably just play the advert, shouldn't I? Have you ever longed for a holiday where you can get truly lost? Want to get away from it all? Why not escape to the Bermuda Triangle? This potentially once-in-a-lifetime experience could help you leave it all behind. Your worries, your stress, and your existence on this planet. The up to seven night cruise will take you to the world famous sites of mysterious disappearances and possibly on to see the aliens that take you if that's what happens. The Bermuda cruise is just £1,450 return. Like any holiday, there is a chance we'll lose your luggage, but with this cruise, you won't be around to notice. The Bermuda Triangle Cruise, a holiday you won't be here to complain about. 
but they do offer a full refund. To who? The idea of someone who buys a holiday for themselves to the Bermuda Triangle. All got a bit much, did it? Or if someone has a whip round and buys you that as a gift, it's a hint, isn't it? I thought it was bad enough when they buy you toiletries. It implies that you smell. They buy you a trip to the Bermuda Triangle. It's like, why don't you just go and get... Afternoon, I'm Steve. Oh, this headline as well has been emailed to me from a colleague from elsewhere. It's some media news coverage. GB News comedians beat Piers Morgan into second place. So, you know how you see all those adverts and the big pictures of Piers Morgan with his TV show? Uh, he gets fewer viewers than the comedy show where some comedians go through the newspapers and make jokes about next uh, tomorrow, tomorrow's news. Oh... Like me or loathe me, you won't want to miss me. Well, someone's. Imagine. Keith Urban. I get confused between him and the one who plays the bloke who does the English accent in The Boys. Because they've got Urban in their name. I mean, it's not the best story I've ever told, and I don't think that's what this is about. But anyway, thank you very much for joining. We're not talking about the Sue Gray report, although obviously it's covered in the news. So we still give you all of the important information. There'll be loads of bits in the news, like when the, when we heard... The full report into Downing Street lockdown parties is now out. Oh, no, it's exciting. So some of the detail... Booze-fuelled parties. I mean, that's just true of the, the names of the parties these days. Red wine spilled on a wall. Now, that that's more... Infor- that's, that is good information. There was red wine spilled on a wall at number 10... So, of course, they had to have another party to spill white wine. You all know how you get the stains out, don't you? White wine removes red wine. It's the posh version of scissor, paper, stone or something. They don't really really understand it, but that's why you had to have extra parties to splash some white wine around to get the red wine out. Especially when you think about how expensive the wallpaper is. He didn't pay for it, but you, you get the idea. Anyway, then we heard... A karaoke machine and even an altercation between staff. Another bit that makes sense... Because not much would make me have a fight with a fellow co-worker, but if they rocked up with a karaoke machine, I'd punch them square in the face. Of course it would, of course it would. But then there was other, more stern details that we heard, like this bit. And Labour MP Andy McDonald wasn't holding back on his assessment of what happened. How on earth does he sleep at night? Because he's absolutely trolled on red wine. Have you not been paying attention to... If you're not going to read the report, mate, you can't help you, can we? That's it. You've made it to the end of your podcast. Thank you very much for listening to us not talking about the Sue Gray report unsuccessfully. And uh, honestly, at least we managed to talk about it before we took a little hiatus, which is I'm still amazed I lived long enough to see it with my diet. Anyway, uh, get subscribed wherever you found this. Subscribe. We're on iTunes. We're on tune in we're on loads of things too many now and um you can also find me on social media at mr stephen allen drop me a tweet and let's start making all of this happen till next time bye